Gretchen and Dorothy agree. Even old ladies love the Bare Naked Ladies podcast. It's all been done. Today on the cast, Enid. It's been, 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 it's been. Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing podcast, focusing on the Bare Naked Ladies. That's right, from Diddy to Diddy, from Bag of Bones to Hello City, we're It's All Been Done the podcast. I'm Saker, and I'm scared of chairs. I'm Evan, and I am definitely not scared of chairs. What? Do you think it's a strange fear to be scared of chairs? Well, I know you're scared of specific chairs. Yes. Specifically chairs with no one sitting in them in places they're not supposed to be. Yes. I know that about you. Is this a weird thing to start our second episode? <laughs> People don't know us at all. Is it I... weird that I know that about you? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's I pretty... actually I've actually been planning to do this for a long time. I I'm, not, I'm ruining this forever, but... I, I just want to, when I come over to watch television with your beautiful wife, I will bring a chair and just put it in your yard. And I've been planning on, like a folding chair, and I've just been planning on doing that for a while, and I never got around to it. I, number one, I hate you. <laughs> number two, I I don't want to explain the phrase, when I come over to watch television with your beautiful wife, because it sounds so creepy. Just leave that lie. It's... I mean, Saker's never there when I come over. <laughs> a terrifying, weird... Let's start this episode over again. <laughs> about Enid. <laughs> now, before we talk about Enid, how was your week, Evan? It's been a whole week since we recorded last. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... I had a great fucking week. Why was your week so good? <laughs> well, I have, a, I have a rating system that I use for weeks that is how many free meals I get. <laughs> and I got four free meals this week, and for bonus points, they were all pizza. It, well, okay. Is there is there a, a, some sort of law of, of diminishing returns where, oh. like, your first free pizza is great, but by the fourth, you're like, I'm kind of tired of pizza? You think that, but it just keeps getting better and better. Really? Yeah. Right, why did you get so many free pizzas? Well, um, uh, I think on Tuesday, I had lunch with an old friend from grad school, and he'd been putting me off for a while, so he decided to buy lunch, and we ate pizza. Then on Wednesday, um, the dean decided to get the whole entire college pizza, <laughs> okay. so we ate pizza. The it, was, it was really good. It was really good. College? Yeah. Not the, the entire college administration, I should say. Like, professors and all that garbage. <laughs> okay, good. And, and peons like me. Uh-huh. So, so I got pizza then. And then uh, on Thursday, and this is probably the, the worst, uh, they have this, this program called Pizza and Poems at the College of Medicine. <laughs> okay. And what it is, is they, have, they get this delicious pizza. Adriatico's on campus. Mm. Delicious uh-huh. pizza. Deep dish pizza. Columbus, it's Ohio. So good. Uh-huh. So good. But they get as much pizza as you can eat. So you get your little paper plate full of, load that shit down with pizza. Right. Go sit in an auditorium. And then first year med students read you their finest poems for an hour. And you cannot leave. uh, 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 Hold up. You've just, they're not English students. No. They're med? They're med students. Are the poems about uh, medicine? No, they're about the same thing. You know, breakups and clunky imagery and things like that. The poems are just, let me say... I do like poetry. I, I am a fan of good, well-written You're a writer poems. as well. I, I am a writer, but I don't write poems, but I'm a fan of them. I, you know, good imagery, a good, a good, even an anti Your stories are like poems. Shut up. <laughs> but I feel like there's a much lower bar for bad poetry than there is bad fiction. Yes. Because, I mean, you can sit down and you want to write a story, a short story. Uh-huh. That's 4,000 words, right? <laughs> Three, 4,000 words for even a, even a short, short story. You're not talking about flash fiction. So you're just, even if you're typing full speed, 100 words a minute, you're click, 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 <laughs> just stream of consciousness bullshit. That's not going to take you about an hour uh-huh. to, to, to pound that shit out. But a poem, 
man, you could just sit down and do that in five fucking minutes. <laughs> Give me a haiku. Yeah, vomit on the page. Doesn't even need to be a, like a free verse poem with no punctuation. So you're talking about as a writer. I'm just talking about how much I hate bad poetry. Because <laughs> you think people just shout it out. Well, I'm sure they put their heart into it. But like I said, the bar is so much lower to produce a poem than it is for, a short, for short fiction. But so it's, it's easier to produce bad poetry. I feel like there's a lot more bad poetry than there is bad fiction. You're saying it's easier to produce bad poetry, but nobody goes into something saying, I'm going to produce a bad poem or a bad... Right, but the bar to entry is so much lower. So you think that people are like, I want to write something. I know I can't do... I know I'm bad. I'll write a poem because it's easier. No, they, they want to write a poem. But, I mean, they want to write a poem. They don't know that they're bad. I mean, they might be good. I don't know. But I just think it, it takes... It's, it's a, what, a 10-minute investment of your time okay. to write a bad poem. You just respect writers more. Well, you're... Listen. Uh, you're putting words in my mouth. Nice straw. <laughs> As man. a one percenter, I understand that you've read <laughs> only the, the finest poetry up. and the finest stories. Uh, and that you wipe your ass with $100 bills. Uh, um, well, actually, uh, I wipe my ass with 100 euro bills. <laughs> Excuse me. That's... Uh, locally sourced. <laughs> locally, only organically grown euros yes, for yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, interesting. I want to, I, I can't believe that the College of Medicine, there's enough interest specifically in the College of Medicine alone to warrant a poetry night. I think it's just part of their like camaraderie crew or something like that. They do, they just try and get the med students out of the room. You're not in, you don't work in the College of Medicine specifically. Do you go specifically for the pizza? I work in the College of Medicine. Oh, you do? Yeah. But this, that's boring. Don't, let's not talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about the last free pizza, which you got some of, so fuck off. I did? Oh, yeah, you got me free pizza last that's night. That's right. We so, watched a movie together. We... Yeah, I walked into my grocery store, and there were deep dish Chicago pizzas that were buy one, get one free. So I bought four. Oh, they were so got good. Got two free ones, and I fed them to you and your beautiful wife last night. <laughs> Please stop, no. Uh, yeah, they were good. We watched a good movie, Blade of the Immortal, Takashi Miike. Yeah. What do you think the best chain pizza is there's a correct answer oh shit um chain I'd, I'd have to go with pizza hut because i've got nostalgia for it the I correct nostalgia. answer oh, thank god <laughs> oh i'm so nervous you saw me raise my hands was, you thought i was angry at you i was so nervous no yeah it's pizza hut is the best it's so greasy yeah. i love it it's oh. like eating a stick of butter it slides oh down god. your <laughs> yeah you don't even have to chew you don't have to chew you don't have to swallow you place it on your tongue oh, and it finds its way yeah pan pizza mm. Mm. I've had pizza four fucking times this week. Almost every meal has been pizza. Could you eat or pizza, pizza Hut again right now? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Do you like the stuffed crust? Uh, you know. I love the stuffed crust. When I was a kid, I was a real fat kid. My parents used to go out for the night, leave me 20 bucks to buy pizza. I'd add like five bucks of my own money to buy a stuffed crust <laughs> pizza because it was worth it. I would sit down, I would read web comics on the internet and eat an entire large stuffed crust pepperoni pizza <laughs> while I read web comics. <laughs> I was the epitome of a internet, tr- I guess the classical idea of a troll, someone fat boy who uh, lives in his mom's the basement. The platonic ideal of the a troll. The platonic ideal of a troll. But you weren't like, you were a kid though. You weren't. 40. I wasn't 40, but I... Not that there's anything wrong with 40-year-olds who live in their mom's basement. Well, to you, I understand. You think everyone should have a job and should be making lots of... I didn't say that. You I know, said you're the exact opposite of that. Stop trying to paint me with your brush. Methinks he does <laughs> protest too much. Uh, yeah. Hey, I think we can both agree, pizza ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fight us, listeners. <laughs> Come at me. Come at me. I, actually, I don't think I've ever met anyone who didn't like pizza. I... I haven't, and I can't imagine the person who doesn't like pizza. Yeah, it's like, it's 
like coming across somebody who's incredibly religious. Yeah. Right? You just Okay, I said yeah, a, but you need to explain that because I didn't get it. I mean, it. I'm, a, I'm sort of a, 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 liber, a liberal-minded fellow. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't have much to, much truck with religion, organized religion. I don't have any... Is that where you split with most one percenters? Is on you? I don't have... <laughs> okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I don't have... I don't have... I, I'm sort of a literal-minded person, so I come across someone who's incredibly religious, and I'm like, I don't even understand how your thought processes work. Sure. I'm not judging them. I'm just saying I can't, I can't even meet you halfway. I don't even know sure. what's going on in your head. Right. So that would be the same sort of encounter I would have with someone who didn't have pizza. Like... There is no middle ground here. Sure. We cannot meet. It's bread and cheese. And sauce. And sauce. Like, none of those things... Any toppings. ...are are hateable at all. Unless, I suppose, a vegan... But you can do vegan... Vegan cheese. cheese, Uh, Then it might not be as good. If you hate pizza, you can get at us at... at It's all been done pod. Hit us up with the hashtag... Eats a pizza or pizza ain't pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Either of those are perfectly acceptable hashtags. Uh, Evan, let's get into the song we're talking about this week. Here we go. All right, so uh, the song this week is called Enid. Let's hear a little bit of Enid right now. What were your initial, did you, initially, you went in, you, have you ever heard this song before? Yes. I, I, I felt, I, I hadn't heard these songs for many years. Uh, right. The whole, the whole Gordon, but I think I've listened to the whole Gordon album back in the day, because they, they, they rang some sort of primal bell in my head. Like, right. Oh, I recognize this. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gordon had a lot of hits on it, and I think this was their first, it wasn't their most enduring hit, because both If I Had a Million Dollars and I believe Brian Wilson are both from uh, Gordon, which are both hugely, I think, still sort of their big songs. But this was the hit in the day. Enid was the hit from this album. It was the first single they released. And uh, so what did you think of it hearing it? Well, I thought Enid is an old woman's name. All right. (laughs) So just looking at the track title. Yeah, so that that colored my entire reading of it. Really? Oh, absolutely. If this song were named... Amanda? Yeah, I would have had a totally different reading. Enid just, it just, it seems like... <sighs> I like, hate to get into your conspiracy theory this early. Why because do you keep it, calling them conspiracy it, theories? Yeah, I think it wrecks shit for the rest of the podcast, but how did it paint your view of the rest of this song? I just thought he was singing to an old woman, not necessarily <laughs> a young woman. Maybe he was in the retirement home and he was doing a sweet little, like... No, uh, he was a young boy. Uh, we'll get into that later. Okay, I don't, we'll I don't want to shit all over your... <laughs> Sane reading of the song with my crazy <laughs> let's, let's, let's work our way through it. Not so much uh, reading deeply, but but just the, the, the basic musically we'll get reading that, into yeah. it. So, so from the top to the bottom here, we start with this insane, the silence. The, you, we'll hear it right here. What the fuck? <laughs> well, if if um, the first song on the on the on Gordon is any indication, the Bare Naked Ladies love to start their songs with complete tonal whiplash, head fakes, it's, just like it was oh, a, what's up? It was like a Depeche, Depeche Mode pastiche. It was absolutely. And if you watched the, did you watch the Enid video? Oh, of course I did. The, they even the, like referenced the Depeche Mode, yeah, the, the sort Pepsi of. sponsored video. Yeah. Well, it's not Pepsi, my friend. 
Do you know what that is? What? That's a ball that you would play stickball with in Canada. And so it's a reference to, like, their youth. This album is supposed to be about, like, being being young and being youthful. So they play stickball with Pepsi logos in Canada? <laughs> well, I think... I think Pepsi may have, maybe there was litigation because the cover changed at one point. Because that's the, the cover of the album, album, but it's in it's in the video too. It is in the video. Yeah, it's 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 very strange. Uh, I don't know. I've always I always thought it was a Pepsi logo until I did the minutest amount of research on it for this album. Well, I didn't. So. Okay, good. But yeah, it, it was it's a, it's a really bizarre. I can't see how they wouldn't think it would be evocative of. Pepsi Cola. Well, maybe Pepsi isn't as big in Canada as it is in the United States, but I find that incredibly hard to believe. In Canada, the main two colas are RC and Oh Yum. They don't have Coke. They don't. You have... just made up that second. Coke. <laughs> it's sponsored by Anastasia oh, and the yum. blue, the blue Good Time <laughs> Masticators. <laughs> um, fan art, please. I want that band. Um, and then, so they, they have this little Depeche Mode pastiche, and then you hear what, presumably, initially, you may think is a person laughing. It goes, <laughs> I think, I thought it was the same guy uh, who's on the Dido song. <laughs> and, and, and this is so weird. I don't mean to reference episodes that our listeners will never get to hear, but after we recorded three practice episodes for this for this podcast, we, we went and ate some food, and then on the way back home, we specifically started talking about that Dido song, and we put it on YouTube while we were driving back to my house in the car, and we were just talking specifically about that weird gorilla... Ah! Yeah, <laughs> it's like a... And we'll, we'll put it in here. Yeah, so it's some sort of jungle noise, like a very I strange... A, I think it's a guy. No, it's it's He's, a. He shows up on a lot of different albums in that it's period. Not a guy; it's an instrument. I know it's a kawika. Oh, you fucker! Yeah. It's a guy. It's a guy. Nah, just Josh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was more fun if it's a guy because I just imagine some guy dressed like a French mime. Uh huh. You know, with the little the little lips, little fa- tinier tinier lips. Right. And he's just white face. And he holds up his hands and gloves as he sort of, oh no, he comes onto the stage like a, a vampire, like a Max Shrek in in Nosferatu with his hand, like just sort of all straight limbs. Okay. And he just sort of glides onto stage right up to the mic. <laughs> and then he sort of backs away like he's surprised he by the power himself. of his own voice. And then he comes back and does uh, it again. That's Monsieur Cuica. I've heard of Monsieur Cuica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Monsieur most famous time. Uh, this song is a fucking bop. I love this song. It's so high energy. They don't even waste a second. Like, after that, well, they do waste several seconds on the Depeche Mode thing. It's weird that they put two songs in a row with fake out intros. But right after that, like, eat it whenever. Like, it's just, like, it's a running song. The BPM is high. It gets your blood pumping. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so good. Did you did you like the, the tempo? Were you I into liked, it? I liked the song, but unlike the unlike the previous song it didn't really grow on me like i i liked i sort of bottomed out on this song did you yeah i i feel like i feel like every time i listened to this song i discovered something new or i appreciated something new uh like in the chorus like they they knew when to hold things back and then just sort of dump them on you like when you're in the chorus i like hold it back and then a big dump dump. (laughs) dump it right on um but like in the chorus they they they're singing the chorus and then all of a sudden here to before unheard, these the horns come in, and you're like, I didn't know I wanted horns, but god damn it. For 
perfect. Well, again, this is coming out in the ni- early '90s, right? So they're they're just they're and they just funded the, ska. Yeah. the swing movement. So I mean, there there is no song uh, uh, like pizza. Yes, horns are great. I think there is no song that could not be improved with the horn section. And I say this having come of like my majority in the ska swing era. So okay. of course I would feel that way. You had a ska band, didn't you? I was momentarily in a ska band. Hell yeah! Tell us about that. No. Okay, never mind. All right, let me throw some songs at you. Ava Maria. Improved with horns. <laughs> yeah, here we go. And we'll put that in here. <laughs> you're, you're making my editing job really hard. I'll try it. You know what? Right here. Yeah, that, that wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right, what else? Yeah. Um, happy birthday. I guess well, that obviously. Kind of, yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's fair. I mean, okay. So let me rephrase: horns or strings. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna put you're gonna put one of them in there. Speaking of strings, I think this is the first one where the bass line they put it front and center, and that bass line fucking kicks. And there's a bunch of shit in there. There's like a steel, a pedal guitar. Yeah. And there's a, there's keyboards and a tambourine. Yeah. Jim Jim Cregan, who's the bassist. We're gonna learn you those very good lady names oh, one by one. I unlocked another one. <laughs> he is. And as if you saw the video, he uses not a bass guitar, but an upright bass. In every concert I've seen him in, he's never used a bass guitar. And that's so cool. Like, I just, I love, and man, he's just, he kills it. He's so, so good. Um, and that bass line, it, it, it walks. I think it's really awesome. Um, I thought that that third, the, number one, more things I appreciated. There's verses, and then there's, I, I think, at my last count, I think there's three bridges to this song. This song keeps evolving, because they do the chorus, and they do what you think is a verse, and then another chorus, and the next verse sounds totally different. It's not a verse, chorus, verse structure. It's like verse, chorus, it's verse, bridge, verse, bridge, two, verse, bridge, three, and that third bridge, where it's like, I can get a job, I can do the dudes, I can do the... That just gets me like, ooh, it's so good. I need to get a job. I got to tell you, again, I'm going to refer back to the video. I was watching the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, actually, let me let me reference the lyrics here real quick, just so our, our listeners, if you're not listening. It's, I can get a job. I can pay the phone bills. I can cut the lawn, cut my hair, cut out my cholesterol. I can work overtime. I can work in a mine. I can do it all for you, but I don't want to. Which is, I think, obviously a view on on, on you know, being being young and selfish. And again, this album is all about their youth. So, um, and again, I know you probably disagree. I can't wait to hear. Oh your no, word. I agree. It's about it's about their youth. Okay, I um, just hate a very different experience. But I was reading YouTube comments, and and one guy. Why ref- would you do that? I know, because I'm an idiot. One guy referenced those lyrics. And he's like, "That's the sort of male empowerment we don't get enough of in songs nowadays." Is men standing That's up exactly and saying why no? You don't read YouTube comments. I just love that this guy was empathizing with like a 14 year old boy. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Like, yeah, you tell them, very good ladies. Like, I don't think the very good ladies were MRAs. Because yeah, <laughs> what men need, it's more empowerment. Yes, we're, we're we- definitely lacking. That. We got it hard as white cis males, you and I. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I thought uh, I thought I thought there was a lot of Canadianisms in this song. Oh yeah, well they're a Canadian band. Sure. Yeah. Uh, th- I think I disagree with some of the lyrics that, that we read online. It says uh, it's not fair to say that I was three inches shorter than, but I think it sounds to me like Steve is saying I was three inches shorter than, like. 
that's a Canadian. Like, I was three inches shorter than you. But in Canada, they say, oh, yeah, I was three inches shorter then. <laughs> like, Do they? <laughs> it sounds to me like a Canadianism. So I'm assuming, if we have any Canadian listeners, hashtag... <laughs> we almost certainly don't have any Canadian listeners. If we, we haven't alienated them yet, we're going to. And we almost certainly don't have any listeners. <laughs> We have Columbus listeners because it's you and I downloading this podcast. Oh yeah, I listened yeah. to it a hundred times. Um, but I, I thought just uh, there are a lot of strange lyrics in this song. If we break them down, like tell me why I never believed that you were a person too. Well, I could explain them all to you. Okay, I always thought that you fancied my brother. You will explain them, I'm sure. Fancying another weird British Canadianism, right? I've, I've used fancy. But you don't use fancy. No, I don't. Not in not in day to day conversation. Wait. Oh, I, I have a feeling that you usually, know, usually in a context, I'm a fancy lad. Oh, sure, but you that. wouldn't use it as a as a as a verb. Oh, I fancied you. I fancy some pizza right now. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> well, let's get into your because I have I I could talk for a long time about this song, but I want to hear what you thought of it. I just thought he was singing to an old woman, and specifically his grandma. Okay, you thought he was speaking about his grandma. Yeah. Uh, what what sort of clued you into that? So. Just, just the lyrics in general. <laughs> okay, so there are times I want to hurt you. Oh, oh let me let me preface this with, with exactly how I exactly how I imagine this. Okay, uh, he, the the singer, the the narrator in the song was raised by his grandma, a single parent. Okay, but something something happened with his parents, or or maybe they they weren't fit for raising, or maybe they died in the car wreck. I don't know. Okay, superhero backstory sure but anyway he's raised but by his grandma before you get into anything i want to know how dark you're gonna get here because this song does include the line every time i remember the taste of your lip gloss oh that that's actually a pretty okay, easy go ahead, go that's, ahead not, go that's not creepy okay. um i mean if you want to go into pedophilia we can no nope. I, I prefer not to <laughs> sure don't so okay so we're an so again evan works at the college of medicine at a columbus college <laughs> <laughs> we've said it all already go ahead sorry so uh when you're a little kid uh-huh. Don't you? Do you went over to your grandparents' house and don't you remember they had like hard candies or shit? It seemed like every old person just sure, kind of shat hard candies yeah, out yeah. into their house. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a little kid, so you don't fucking know what's candy or not. Uh-huh. I mean, I ate lip gloss as a kid. Did you? <laughs> no. Like fruity lip gloss? Zero. In fact, my my father had to stop. Had to switch from fruity lip gloss to unflavored lip gloss because I kept fucking eating it when I was a little idiot. Are we talking like two? Or are we talking like seven? I'm talking like. Were you old enough to know better? I was old enough to was remember like, doing strawberries. it. Strawberries. It was good. <laughs> Did it taste like what it smelled like? Yeah. I mean, would you... you take bites like a candy bar? Y- yes. You are fucked. Up. <laughs> okay. Your your song. Well, your obviously, I share of... an obviously I share an experience with the narrator of this song. Yeah. So anyway, he's eating the lip. He's eating his grandma's lips. <laughs> It's a very, it was a very personal moment for me. Like, I, I'm oh my God, sorry, this song speaks to me. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, he he's raised by his grandparent, uh, an aging relative, and I feel like this song is written from the perspective of somebody. He's writing this song now as an adult, uh-huh. and his grandmother has gone. I guess this is where it gets dark. His grandmother has gone either senile or is in a rest home or something, uh-huh. and he's at the point where he's like, I could take care of my aging relative like she took care of me, uh-huh. or but I don't want to. Wow. So he he could get a job. He could work in a mine to pay for her care. Because, I mean, the elderly require a lot of money and time and care, correct? Right. So I'm feeling... I mean, he never really knew her because... And sometimes, you know, sometimes your parents aren't people to you, right? They're just sure. sort of these... They're, these um, they're ideals. Yeah, exactly. So he didn't really think of her as a person. Um, or even this song could be written after she passed away and he just feels terrible it about... Took, took me a year to believe it was over. Yeah. Okay. So 
he's had a very fraught relationship with his grandmother who raised him. So, so did his grandmother tell him to get lost because she's seen now she doesn't know who he is anymore? Uh, where does it say? Uh, I took a beating when you wrote me those letters, and every time you told me to get lost. Yeah, I mean, she could be, especially if she has Alzheimer's or something. She could certainly uh, be angry. I always thought that you fancied my brother. Yeah, he. She raised both him and his brother, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm sorry, was... we've added the brother into the story now." <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, I didn't remember that lyric off the top of my head. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I think that... <laughs> I think it reads a lot darker. If I know it's an old lady, then just like, Enid, you got a cold. Sounds way like, she got like pneumonia. She got something yeah, serious. Yeah, exactly. Maybe and she has cancer. I took a beating or... when I wrote you those letters. So yeah. he's writing letters saying, hey, grandma, you know, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And she's, and she says, fuck you. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm dying in a nursing home because you can't man up and take care of me. Jesus. Like I took care of you. Christ, buddy. But he doesn't want to. But he doesn't want to. Um... I, I, I think that's almost... Uh, listen, I'm sure you're wrong. <laughs> but I think that uh, Ed's background stuff... Did you... In the one verse, Ed is singing totally different lyrics in the background. I did, but I never got what they were. I can teach you how to dance, how to sing, how to knit, how to make things that you never ever made before. Enid, I can teach you how to use cookie cutters, make crazy things out of Play-Doh. Little houses, little farms, little accessories for your mom, for your Barbie set, for your friends and your family. Enid, I can teach you how to snowmobile, cross-country ski, snowshoe, but I don't want to. Oh, Jesus. This song is about pedophilia, isn't it? (laughs) What? Wait, how did you go there from here? So, okay, if we, by your interpretation... This is like a 15-year-old kid singing about a girlfriend, right? Yes. So he's like, hey, Enid, I can teach you how to play with Play-Doh. Make little accessories and shit. I can take you on my snowmobile. For your mommy. For your mom. For your family. Yeah, so you took this dark. Why did you... Why? Why would you do that, Saker? No, I didn't mean to. So can we just say he's... Can we just agree that he's singing about a grandma? Okay, that's That's, fine. That's just just way more palatable for me. Oh, man. I feel real bad now. Well, thankfully, I, I don't have any more things relating to the content of this song because I thought it was straightforward. <laughs> You've disproved that notion. <laughs> but I do have a lot more about the actual song itself. Oh, yeah. Um, One thing I did like was the the drummer's sort of weird dreadlocks. It reminded me of Adam Dorit. I've never actually see, heard his name pronounced, the lead singer from Counting Crows. That oh. his, he's got that sort of like... Mop, dreadnought, dreadlock mop on top of his head. Oh, I've never he, seen that. He, he bops around. At least in the 90s he did. And oh. It, the drummer from Bare Naked Ladies had the same hairstyle. I don't know anything about Counting Crows, but yeah, the drummer... Speaking of the drummer, and you watched the video, there's a great drum fill in the song. It's boom, ba-dum, ba-ba-ba-boom. And so in the video, they, they like... The camera pans, zooms in super close to the drummer, and instead of playing the drum fill, he picks up a huge hoagie and takes a bite. Where's the drummer? <laughs> oh, man. Is that a running theme? The I, drummer is just not... Maybe, but God, I laughed so hard. I literally laughed out loud. I didn't think the Very Good Ladies would be able to surprise me in that way, <laughs> but it was delightful to watch him smile at the camera and take a bite of a big hoagie. Um, what else? Like, I, Hoagie, th- by the way, is what Saker wants to name his daughter. Oh, yeah. Little Hoagie. Absolutely. Isn't that a great name for a child? Hoagie or Hero, if it's a boy. I think both are fine. Okay, here's the question. When you, but never Grinder. You name him Hero. <laughs> are you going to spell it G-Y-R-O, H-E-R-O? It's not Hero. <laughs> a Hero, a, a Grinder, a Hoagie, a Sub. Like Mr. Hero. Like Mr. Hero. Okay. 
In fact, that's what people are going to call him. <laughs> well, eventually. After he saves their life. Or you do hero like H-I-R-O, like a hero, like a Japanese. Yeah, let me name my son. Well, obviously you're going to do a very bad job of it. So maybe <laughs> I can... Maybe when I visit your wife for <laughs> weekly movie watching. Oh, boy. I, I leave the house and I leave you alone. <laughs> bad idea. That is. It's and okay. Put, I bring my baby. So put, yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> that fight. Are you? I don't know that that baby isn't my wife's. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a really. Gosh. I have to gaslight you pretty hard for that one. <laughs> My wife's going to be so upset about this episode. Yeah, we shouldn't talk about this anymore. All right. Let's edit that, uh, out. that No, I love it. The okay. final harmony in this song, where and we never really... The, I, it's so... I wrote transcendent in <laughs> my notes. That's how taken I was with this song. If we never really knew each other anyway. That final harmony is sent from above. Better than the Beatles. Better than the Beatles. Paul McCartney. <laughs> A quote, better quote. than the Beatles. Paul McCartney, 2017. Ringo Starr. Um, I thought uh, Steve's dancing in the video was glorious. He does that a lot. Like that, that wild flail that I usually yeah. describe to like Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. He, just, he dances like he has no bones in his body. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I, one more thing I said is, is uh, we see this a lot in later years of Naked Ladies, but we get a lot of these weirdo Naked Ladies turns a phrase where they like to take a phrase and kind of like put it on its head. And he says like, and I love this. T- I, I fucking, I'm, I'm spoiling my rating, but I love this whole fucking song. Okay. Maybe it's fair to say it was a lack of communication. I took a phone message. Oh, and speaking of communication, Enid, you caught a cold. Boom, baby. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even get it. It was too I smart didn't. for you. It was way too smart for me. <laughs> I love that line. Did you hear the joy in my voice as, as all the pieces came together? The wheels are turning, Like, baby. we had bad communication, but we had some communication. Yep. Remember, we had communicable diseases. <laughs> but is it, I, I, like, I feel like that was so, that's so much, like, high school relationships. Maybe you didn't talk about, uh, oh boy, not with children. High school relationships with other high schoolers mm-hmm. is, you know, maybe you didn't talk well, but boy, did you make out. I mean. Oh, yeah. 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 So I think they nail it. And they probably nailed each other. Uh, <laughs> you don't agree? I don't know. They saw right through each other. I don't want to talk about statutory uh, rape. Okay, Jesus, we're not talking about... St- I hate you and I hate this podcast. All right. We're done here. Are we, are we done here? Let's get to the next segment. Okay, so our next segment is we're going to spin this wheel and see what extra bonus segment we have this week. So our bonus segment this week is... Stomach versus heart. So, stomach versus heart. We're going to grab another random song from the internet. And if you'd like, I can hook that up. And we're going to compare the two. We're going to compare Enid to a random song. And that random song is going to be... The random song that we pulled up is Barbie Girl by Aqua. So, Enid versus Barbie Girl. Which is a better song? They both both have their merits. They're both from around the same time period. And they could both be about children. No. No. I'm a Barbie girl. I like Barbies. No, that's not... The point is that she is Barbie. Or is it? <laughs> this isn't the the Aquacast. <laughs> the, although, that's our next... Once we run out of Very Good Lady oh, songs, we're going to do all the Aqua songs. Why would we do that? <laughs> Why would we do this? <laughs> Why do we do anything um, we do? So... Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're both high energy. Uh, let's put in a little snippet if you've never heard Barbie Girl right here. 
don't know. What do you think? Well, I think they're basically the same song. They're very similar. I think they're both uh, kind of bordering on the on the the adolescent sexual, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can you can undress me everywhere. Uh, yeah, you can play with my hair. Well, I, and specifically, I think they're talking about the sort of the high school experience because I mean that's where Barbie girls are most prevalent. But I mean, girls we, trying to be like Barbies. Exactly. I think that I mean, especially teenagers. Um, yes, but I feel like where Barbie Girl isn't so much making a commentary on what it's like to be a sort of Stepford wife, like blonde, buxom, sort of. I feel like Enid is does have some sort of commentary. Enid's commentary is, you know, when we look back, maybe we weren't the people that we thought we were. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, things weren't as nice as we thought. Maybe we weren't as good. Whereas Barbie Girl's just... I'm cute and let's party. Well, if you read it that, if you take the straightforward reading. All right, what aliens? I'm not just saying, I'm just saying it's a satire. <laughs> I don't think it is satire. So they're literally singing about how dumb they are. This was like a German or a Swedish electro band. Do you think they were actually having commentary on? I feel like they're smarter than you give them credit for. I don't, and I can't wait to do our Aqua podcast so that we can actually debate the merits of Aqua. I know, I think this song is... I don't think it's a bad song. I think it's certainly an, a piece of ephemera that I never think about. Mm-hmm. I think about Eden at least once a morning <laughs> because I've listened to it 84 times. But I, uh, I, I fucking love Enid. I think, I, I think Enid would win against a lot of songs. Especially yeah, I, I, I would say Enid is the better song. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say Barbie Girl is a bad song. No, it's just a... a, a, a satire on... It's not a satire. Consumer culture. No, it's not! <laughs> You're giving them so much credit. How can you talk about bad poetry? Don't you always think like, well, maybe their bad poetry is a satire on good poetry and what it means to be no, a I'm poet in general. Stuffing my fucking face with pizza, bro. <laughs> so you aren't thinking about, thinking about, anything. about anything but how smooth that cheese is <laughs> sliding down my throat. Sliding right down. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we've decided it's a better song. Uh, Enid's a better song. All right, let's get to our next segment. <laughs> So, uh, in the next segment, we actually rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. Evan, as always, you're first. What do you think? Uh, it's wearing a dressing gown. Okay. What is a dress? Is that like a, a Christmas? Well, it's an old woman. <laughs> oh, I see. With a walker going down the hall- a hallway alone. And it's wearing a dressing, one of those hospital dressing gowns that's open in the back. Okay. So, it's sort of a sad song. It's sort of a sad image. Right. But if you get once you get behind it... <laughs> Like he's behind his memories, you can see that it's actually naked. You get the full the full moon. Yeah, interesting. Whether you like it or not. Sure. <laughs> All right. So whether you like it or not, it's a good song. Is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm always throughout my entire life. I've always been hesitant to give something a like five out of five because I feel like five out of five should be reserved for there is nothing that could ever be better. Well, you have used the word transcendent. I <laughs> did use the word transcendent. So this song to me. Is a fully nude man, but on his pinky, he's got a thimble. <laughs> Just so one day I could say, this other song, knock that thimble oh, off that pinky. You're setting yourself up. Yeah, so this one, it's a, it's a fully nude, beautiful Adonis who just has a pinky or a, a thimble on his, his pinky. Uh, braces. He's wearing braces. <laughs> yeah, he's, his, teeth maybe, are, his teeth are partially covered. Yes. That's a yes. Okay, maybe it's not a pinky. Maybe it's not a thimble. He's a fully nude man, but uh, he's got braces to to be evocative of the teenage years. <laughs> he's got acne and braces. Ew, I hate this. I hate this. All right. 
Well, that is done. Let's move to the next section. So our next section is emails. If you have an email for our... Mails. Uh, what is it? Bare Naked Mails. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bare Naked... I forgot to drop in the first... Yeah, that's right. We came up with a, a name for it and everything. Bare Naked Mails. Uh, so if you have a, uh, a piece of email for us, you can email us at it's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Uh, this uh, question comes from... Um, it comes from the boy Griffin and his question is, have bare naked ladies become so universal that we should all be using the shorthand term BNL? Uh, no, that's not their name. (sighs) But I almost feel like if, if not, okay, so I disagree with his initial premise too. I don't think they're so universal that we should use BNL. Oh, I agree with that. They're very universal. But you think we should give them the proper respect they deserve. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, BNL is my father's name. You can call me <laughs> Mr. Ladies. You can have Mr. Ladies. Mr. Ladies. I think that BNL is more polite. Some people would have a fainting fit if they heard the name Bare Naked Ladies. Well, it's not about the people who'd have the fainting fit. It's about the Bare Naked Ladies and showing them their proper... Oh, so now you're back to the artist and, and the value of art. How was I ever off that? I'm sorry. You thought that Aqua was... You're making fun of shitty poetry because you hate the college that you work at and all the students... I'm sorry, I'm not going to get you fired in this podcast that no one will ever listen to. You love your job. Say you love your job. I love my job. Perfect. Actually, I do love my job. It's great. It's a great job. Oh my God. He's rolling his eyes so hard right now. (laughs) I'm staring at Saker like I want to wrap my meaty hands around his (laughs) duck-like throat. Thin neck. Uh, Yeah, I'd I'd say that we should call them BNL because uh, it's impolite to show a bit of your wrist or ankle. BNL sounds like something, a menu item at Burger King. Yeah, I'll have the B and L. Bacon nuts. No, ma- <laughs> Bacon nuts and lettuce. Yum yum, crunchy crunch. Because <laughs> on the, the protein B&L you need is now our official Bacon nuts and lettuce. <laughs> official podcast. Official sandwich of the uh, It's All Been Done podcast. That's right. Oh man, that actually wouldn't be bad. I can get myself a depending on the, the type of nuts. What nuts would go on that? A smokehouse almonds. Oh, <laughs> you need that. Perfect. Yeah. It would, it would, Pepper bacon, smokehouse almonds, and a crisp romaine lettuce. On uh, maybe wheat bread or... Sounds like a little, little mayo on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Damn, like sriracha mayo or something? Fuck! I hate your question, Griffin, but you really got me on this roll here. Yeah, we shouldn't do this podcast hungry, actually. No, I'm, I'm starving right <laughs> now. I had a handful of smokehouse almonds before I left the house. <laughs> on your mind. That's the first thing I thought about. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, we disagree with the premise of your question and you're dumb. <laughs> no, you think that they should be called Vertical Ladies. I think that you're right, Griffin. BNL's fine. I don't think we have to call them that, but I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, Weird Al has to call them that. Weird Al had... We talked about that in our, our practice... We talk way too much about our practice episodes. But yeah, Weird Al had Vertical Ladies on his show once, and he had to call them BNL because ABC wouldn't let him call them Vertical Ladies because it's a children's show. And the WB... Yeah. Uh, had BNL Day once, which, God, we need to have a full episode de- uh, dedicated to BNL Day. I think that's a Patreon bonus. We'll, we'll, we'll drop it in whenever it's... it's yeah, in between albums. In the timeline. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they had to call it BNL Day because they couldn't call Bernicke Ladies. I feel like they work themselves into a corner with the name Bernicke Ladies, right? Because you can't... If, if you're a 12-year-old boy and you're like, Mom, can you take me to Walmart and buy me the Bernicke Ladies CD? And yet. And yet. Actually, my, there's my still mom, a lot of twelve-year-old boys yeah. who own the bare. I mean, I owned one. Yeah, I, I owned a lot. When I was a kid, the only two people I would listen to, artists, musical artists, for a long time, it was just Weird Al. 
even though I didn't understand the context because I didn't know the parodies. But then, so like when you heard an actual version of a Weird Al song, you're like, oh man, they're covering Weird what Al. What a funny parody of that Weird Al song. That's weird. They just took out all the humor. <laughs> but uh, Very Good Ladies, I started listening to in 1997 because they reference Sailor Moon on one week. That's literally the reason I started listening to Very Good Ladies. Wow. I'm a garbage man. They hooked you. All right, Griffin, did we answer your question? I don't actually care, but answer us now. Okay, good. That works for us, I think. Uh, okay. That's it. We, we did it. We did it. Evan, what a great... You can you can get in touch with us again. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com at it's all been done pod on Twitter. Uh, I would encourage you to subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate us. Review us. Leave us a comment. We'll read iTunes reviews on the air. I will read every review ten times. <laughs> That's going to be... Not on the air, but just myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can do it ten times on the air. That'd be fun. No, not for anyone. Uh, Evan, do you have anything to plug this week? This podcast. All right, great. Well, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. We'll see you again in one week.